Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You are listening to The Kentucky X-Files Season 3. With your hosts, Dennis Mays, Tyler Stewart, and Josh Gibbs. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also visit us at www.kyxfiles.com. And now, on to our show. Welcome back, guys, to your Kentucky X-Files. <sighs> That's refreshing. <laughs> is that a honey a refreshing, brown? Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, it's a refreshing intro that deserves a refreshing brew. Have they sponsored <clears throat> us yet? God damn it, no. Why have they not? I don't know. I've talked Would so much want? shit. I thought, I thought, oh yeah, I was supposed to stop eating my nachos, sorry. I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought, um. For sure, by now. Huh? I learned my lesson on that one. That that shit was funny, though. Because at first it was like, that won't be noticeable. And then when you listen to that episode back, there's... (laughs) I don't even remember what episode it was, but goddamn, it was funny. You were doing doing a fucking interview. It's a lot, you know. You gotta, you gotta come in your own. You gotta get good. I'm sorry, my blood sugar was low. I needed some candy. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I, uh, I've tried, uh, I've tried reaching out to Honey Brown, you know, and I told him like, look, I might be one of your last biggest fans here. I'm. I made my decision, like, you know, I was going to die on this hill. I was going to die on this ship floating around in the ocean of Honey Brown. And they never responded. So I figured they're playing hard to get. All right. Well, let's shoot for Latrobe then. See if we can get uh, Rolling Rock. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, we can make the ties, right? Surely, surely we can make a tie of some sort to the show. Yeah. I mean, there has to be something. They should make a Rolling Rock, like, KYX Files brand. That'd be cool. As long as it's not an IPA. I need to talk to these country boy guys, too. Because, I mean, that's a, you know, that's Kentucky. You know what I mean? Kentucky. 
could probably talk to there's one uh the one brewery that's right by us by the gas station oh yeah yeah those those dudes are pretty awesome they're really nice i've never been there i saw that they are selling their their beer at the carry out but yeah. i never i i wanted to i was like man i want to try that about once like, a week i'm i'm up there picking up beer to take back to the warehouse that gets sent out so it's pretty cool Love that place. Yeah, somebody somebody out there, some beer place, you, you gotta you gotta sponsor our show. Yeah. I mean we're out here putting the work in. We're drinking this stuff. You what's know what I mean? One, what's that one that the uh, bar Barton bar, Barton? Starts with a B. They're in they're Braxton? Down, uh yeah, Braxton. Yeah, Braxton. Yeah, they're right down uh right down uh Good beers. Newport. Yeah. Yeah. We had the garage beer, remember? Yeah. Wooden cask is down there too. If you guys have ever uh tried that one, that's that's no. that's very, very good stuff too. This is the KYX is uh, beer hour. You get us talking beers, it's it's over. I mean, yeah. We got on here originally to talk about weird stuff. Which there's usually never a shortage. This week, a little bit of a shortage. We're we were talking about uh jumping on here and, and giving you guys uh a deep dive into Atlantis. And then uh, we realized that there's so much that we have a little bit of homework that we got to do. So I think <laughs> we're going to push that one yeah. off one, you know, kind of yeah. bullshit, you know, talk about some of this other stuff that's coming up. And then I guess the next one we're going to, are we going to throw the Atlantis? Start uh, that? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's I, not tell them exactly when it's going to happen. Um, yeah, in case, sometime. In case we run into more issues with our homework. Yeah. <laughs> Mine there's a lot was you know eaten yeah by the, by the dog, dog man. man that's crazy man probably as soon as he ate it he turned into a bush yep yeah which I mean is good you know paper comes from trees dog yeah. man eats your homework I... comes back into a tree full circle <laughs> full circle so full circle. no one will ever believe you <laughs> that's the reason why the teacher doesn't believe that boy you're saying that bush ate your homework no, it was a dog man before. Yeah, Ten minutes ago, it was a dog man. <laughs> Put your camera down. Yeah. You know, I uh, today was when I was I was working. I was thinking about uh, kind of went pretty hard on the on the whole Sasquatch thing uh, the last couple seasons. And when I was weighing it out, I was like, man, really, really went hard disproving stuff. You know what I mean? Like stuff getting thrown out there. Dude, there's some some youtubes and facebook groups that are i mean come on you you guys are putting out horse shit and you know it you know it ain't real you know you're faking people out people want to believe people are interested in this subject you know and i started uh doing some research on probabilities you know i mean when looking for unknowns probabilities are i mean that's kind of a it's kind of a science you have to get involved in a little bit. You know, you have to know the probability of, of such, you know, what's the probability of a large upright undiscovered ape everywhere in the world. Pretty low, to be honest, pretty low. If you, if you come at me saying that, you know, 29,000 sightings, you know, in a span of five years, if you're coming at me with that, your probability of it actually of happening is slim to none. But if you came at me with 
10 to 15 sightings in a span of five years. Now your probabilities start going way up because when dealing with a smaller population of maybe an animal that might be there, you start to you start to gain a little bit of ground. So I would urge the listener and the researchers make absolute sure what you're looking at before you present it. Make absolute sure. And if if all else fails and you're still looking at something that you can't understand, submit that. Because the blob squatches, the circles, the shadows, you know, pareidolia, it's not helping. It's just not going to help. But I have something for you that might give you a little hope. Maybe it gave me a little bit of hope, right? Scientists now believe that there is a living fossil of a humanoid creature living in the world right now as we speak. And the best part about this whole thing is that there's all kinds of places for it to live. But the evidence comes from one place. There is a small place okay, called the Island of Flores in Indonesia. Right? Indonesia is a weird place because a lot of stuff that we thought was long gone seems to be popping up in Indonesia out of nowhere. And so is this. The discovery is an archaic human cousin, right? We're not descended from it. It's not descended from us. We're cousins. We shared a common ancestor somewhere back there. The common ancestor isn't around anymore. He sucked. He died out. But Homo forensis is what was left over there. And they're like a hobbit people. They're smaller humanoid uprights, you know, whatever. Well, um, there's a professor of anthropology, University of Alberta. Uh, PhD Gregory Forth, and he believes that there's a few of these still alive over there, and all it's going to take is an actual effort to go and try to find them. And it's funny because these are fossilized remains, right? You have to dig to find them. They're not easy to find by any stretch of the word, right? And yet you have a local population doesn't exactly, you know, d- d- didn't really go f- hard into development of uh, paleontology and, and archaeology, right? So they're a bit behind where other developed countries are in those fields. And I'm being very, very generous and nice about this. They're way behind. They were way behind. They're catching up. Okay, so you have tribes who are saying that they see small people every now and again. Camps, you know, traveling parties of small people. They even have names for them, right? They don't really interact. The, the small uh, ape ape people don't interact with the the big people, right? Uh, most recent sighting that really kicked it off was uh, 1979. 1979, a, a local saw the thing. They just happened to be there. Um, I, I can't remember the exact location. It was some kind of like road crossing or whatever. And they actually saw the thing running 
Not only did he remark that it was super fast, it was super agile and fast, right? Which is kind of odd because we know from the skeleton, the, the skeletals that we've been able to, to look at, that this creature was a lot more agile than us. So what I'm proposing is this, is how does someone who's not educated in, in this put together details about an archaic, possibly extinct, maybe not humanoid, without ever connecting the two informations? He didn't look it up on the internet and say, oh, I'm going to go out there and tell people in 1979 that I saw this thing. Right? He comes out and says, yeah, yeah, we see those. We see those every now and again. Yeah. yeah they're small, but they're fast. You know? I think this is mind-blowing. And I think this, this is the proper way to go into the field. You know? This, this, uh, this, this doctor, uh, he's studying this and he's putting together you know he's he's basically putting together what will be uh kind of like a task force you know um to go in and try to figure out what or where we could get the best sighting and even you know even now you know even under uh peer review it is highly accepted Okay, very possible, you know, and the, the reason people say that is because, yes, we have a lot of the, the world under surveillance. We have cell phones everywhere, and that's great if you want to go look for Homo Florensis in, in, you know, New York City. Great. Take your cell phones. Take your cameras. Great. I would say that you guys here in the state of Kentucky out there, go out, take your cell phone out, and look about 500 feet away and try to spot an animal. And when you do, zoom your camera all the way in on it and snap a picture and send it to me. <clears throat> all right? You see like a, um, I don't know, a, a squirrel in a tree or, or a, what do you call it, a, like a falcon. About 500 feet away, maybe 400, whatever. Stop where you're doing. Put your cell phone up there. Zoom all the way in and send that picture to me. And if it's blurry, I'm not going to believe you that the, that the animal is actually there. You got to provide crystal clear evidence of the squirrel. What I'm getting at, I'm being a shit. All right. What I'm getting at is that there is limitations to what we can observe. You know, we've never actually studied a hominid on this planet before, actively. We've never made it to some of these secluded islands. We've never made contact with some of these tribes that are a lot more primitive than us. So we've never sat there and we've, you know, we've never actually sat there and actively observed what a different species of humanoid could be like. Or what kind of habits they they you know use but i think that this is a field that that could be highly uh helpful for the sasquatch researchers you know the legit ones the ones that actually are trying you know i i'll say that so yeah sorry to go on a, a rant there guys but this this has been something that i thought it was really really cool 
and um, they got a, a couple artist renderings here that'll show you. Like here, you look at him. Look at that little fella. He looks wise. You know, like he's seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But he's still optimistic. I like it. Here's a here's another one here. I guess these are like 3D renderings that they did of of what they think they looked like. You know what I mean? See, like to me that that's not so unbelievable. You know, you, you got right. chimpanzees going into the into their own stone age right now. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm I'm on board with this. I th- it, I think this is pretty cool. And you know, I, I put one up here for you too, and it's this one right here. Yeah. And it's showing the height comparison to a modern human. Yeah. It's really not it's really not that, you know, much to no. draw out that yes. it would be possible, you know. I don't and, think it's that crazy. Right. I really don't. No. You know? That to me seems more probable than Sasquatch. Yeah. It really does. The, you know, I like, I love the idea of Sasquatch. I always have, yeah. you know, it's my spirit animal, you know, he's blurry <laughs> in pictures and doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> you know, that's, that's great. You know, well, but when you're talking and every time you hear it, the, the further time goes on, the bigger they get, you know, Sasquatch used to be a seven foot creature. I was just about to say that is, have you noticed the farther back you go, the shorter they get? Yeah. You know, like around seven, just under seven, down to six foot. Yeah. You know? Now there's, you know, reports of nine, 10, 11 foot tall, 12 foot tall. And I, yeah, I've heard some some doozies. And the problem you know with I mean? all that is, is if you look at just creatures in general, the primates or anything that's bipedal, there's a certain point in which the bone structure stops being able to support, you know? Yeah, and uh, we've actually discussed Homo forensis on the show before. Um, I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, <clears throat> we discussed that one, and I brought up a counterpoint. If I can get my folks, I'll send a thousand dollars to the show. Send me a new keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful with that kind of talk, or or sensor makes sensory. You know, my sensorous. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Oh, he got it. He got it. I like how fast he can get both. He's of getting us fast at it. Yeah. 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 That's impressive. Probably um, handy, to be honest. <laughs> right. So the uh, the opposite of that would be Meganthropus. Yeah. Um, as far as the opposite of. Um, Homo florensis and Meganthropus was huge. You know, that was a, that was a, you know, let's see if I can find one here. Um, I think they were like eight feet tall. They're pretty damn big. Yeah. Um, I got one picture here. It's a, it's a sketch. Let's see if it'll work. Nope, it won't work. Damn it. This is the only downside, you know, just trying to trying to get these pictures. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah snagging the pictures for the show gets to be <laughs> gets to be entertaining. Yeah, because it's like 
Everybody's everybody's like guarding these pictures with their life. Yeah. Okay. I think this is the picture. Yeah. Did you get one? I see if I can save this one here. I think I can. See if I can add it in here. I feel like so um, unprepared for this. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So this is Meganthropus. Nice. You know, that's a that's a mountain of that's a big that's a big old dude. Yeah. And to me, this has always been and will always be what Sasquatch comes from. Yeah. To me, this is where all the stories go. You know, so they lived alongside modern man. That could so, be a, like, yeah, we talked about that with the, what was that one, the the giant of... Uh, uh, Kandahar? Kandahar, yeah. Um, so, yeah like, the, the, yeah, the military operation or the mission where they came across a giant man in a cave. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, I'll lean more to that, like, this, like... Yeah, like the species itself is like, it's not as prominent as many people are saying it is. And, uh, but we keep saying too, even if it was like what I, what I can't get, uh, I can't grasp my mind around, uh, in the whole Sasquatch, uh, community and all, like just uh, like the whole idea of Sasquatch is, even if it is like the small sightings or like not that many are there, but they do evade and they show tactics in a way like so like if like uh, out of a hundred stories, they still have the same kind of like some kind of characteristics of them showing some type of like thought process, like uh, reasoning skills. So I don't believe me personally, if I'm going to throw my head into the ring, of Sasquatch, it is not an animal. It is far from being an animal. It is an intelligent, far intelligent creature, as like us. If it's like I want to say it's be- it's like right below us, if you could say that, if not right beside us. Well, I mean, I don't think it's an animal at all. That's not far fetched to think of as far as that goes, because aren't we like? 99.99% copy DNA, like strand for strand for chimpanzees or orangutans. Um, yeah. And that, that like 0.1% is the difference between primates and written language. Yeah, so. we're 99%. Uh, it says here. Oh, let's see here. Directly compared between the two genomes is an almost 99% identical. Uh, when DNA insertions and deletions are taken into account, humans and chimpanzees still share 96% sequence uh, identity, which is, that's, I mean, that's half of 100 in my book. You know what I mean? That's that's a <laughs> that's lot. That's way enough. more than half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So even even if you're talking the margin of error, there's four percent. That four percent difference is what separates voice language and written language. You know, yeah. from 
the primates you know that that's the that's the use of tools they still have yeah. you know their tools may not be as complex as ours but they are using tools yeah they're there's not like, a sasquatch is not using a cnc machine outside uh, on the wilderness or anything yeah. of that nature there you should be a disclaimer a disclaimer put yeah. here uh for the for the listeners for the viewers out there that when we compare dna's between chimps and, and ourselves it this this gets into be a little bit of a messy science okay because by any accounts it's like a we share a, a lot of DNA with almost every mammal on earth and some stuff that you would never expect. Like uh, if you have a minute when you're at lunch or whatever, check out how much DNA we share with lettuce. Yeah. You know, you're going to, you're going to find some interesting stuff there. So, you know, uh, homogenous DNA and then sequence DNA, it is all about how it's put together. You know what I mean? So, it's not really a blanket thing you can you can use when when you say like we're comparing DNA within hominids and chimps right now and that's pretty much it. So I didn't want anybody out there to be like, well, we share DNA with you know a, a fungus from you know West Virginia. Yeah, which we do. I'd be like, great. <clears throat> Actually, fungus are one of our closest living relatives, believe it or not. And there's a reason why people call it dirt steak. I've always said we're a bunch of fun guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But that's why, like, that's why, that's why mushrooms kind of have that meaty flavor, that meaty texture, is because they're really close to us, you know. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, you know. No, I don't want to eat mushrooms. That just oh, that's sauteed. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, so I like mushrooms. <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I like mushrooms. But the way you make it sounds like. They're so close to us. It's mm. like cannibalism almost. <laughs> yeah, but Tyler, if you tasted that good sauteed, this would be a two-man show. <laughs> you do not touch my 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 meats. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, guys. Like, if we're ever on an airplane trip and we crash in the mountains. No, I'm not. Eat my nope. ass. Nope. <laughs> Just <laughs> that, that probably came out wrong, but well, you know okay. what I mean for survival. So, but you and I are Gen X, so it's different. <laughs> Tyler's a millennial. That means something completely different to him. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't mean crash landing on a, on a mountain in an airplane and, and <laughs> eating my butt to survive. <laughs> nope. God, you poor listeners out there. I'm so sorry. He had to he had to witness this. But I feel like that, you know, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, back to point. I see what you're saying, like Me Meganthropus, right? I know there's still a camp that argues on the on the height of it. Right. But I mean, dude, he he wasn't like a six foot you know, creature walking around with a freaking head this big. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, I don't believe he was that tall. So, what do you think he did with this watermelon of a head? Right. You know, did he just hold it? <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I was uh, you know, I was out there, I was gonna hunt some birds, and uh, my head hit a branch, and it 
broke part of the tree off and scared them all away. So I don't know how we're going to survive, guys. Shit. I really <laughs> wish we had something to hold these giant heads up. But come on, man. He was big. You know? Right. They said that they, they weren't quite as big as the Gigantopithecus, but they were big enough. Well, the thing, though, is, is the Gigantopithecus wasn't an upright walk around creature like they keep depicting in the pictures he's the cousin of the orangutan yeah so there's like a huge probability that he was a knuckle walker he was yeah. down low probably like prairie dogged every now and again yeah he might have stood up occasionally yeah, but, like he... but you know if he was that closely related to an orangutan he's not going to walk around upright he's they don't even walk around upright that much yeah you know, for the most part, they're ground dwellers. It was just yeah. an enormous ground dweller, whereas Meganthropus was bipedal and walked around upright. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's evidence of tool use, uh, yeah. which is an inconsistency as far as the Bigfoot thing, because I have never heard a story yet of a Bigfoot using a weapon or tool. Except for that one movie. Yeah. That movie was uh, awesome. That movie was awesome. <laughs> Disturbing. <laughs> Disturbing, a little, little bit but, disturbing, uh, but that was disturbing. badass. What was it but called? It was like primal, primal rage, rage or primal fear. Yeah. Primal Prim fear, I think. Was it? Yeah, I think it was primal was, fear. That movie was or awesome. no, primal fear. I thought that was another. I thought that was another movie. Ah, it's whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was good yeah. though. It was basically it was the the predator, but it was Bigfoot instead of the predator. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, predator yeah. was Bigfoot. But yeah, I, I just haven't heard a whole lot of stories about a Bigfoot with a weapon. I mean, yeah, this. But then that goes to shit. Like yeah. then that kind of contradicts what I just said. If this is an intelligent creature, why wouldn't it use tools? It knows that we use tools. I, why wouldn't I, it? In all honesty, like I've tried to sit there and put my mind into the mind state of why wouldn't I use tools? If I lived in, you know, basically, if I lived wild, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't I use a spear? Why wouldn't I use a tool, you know, blah, blah, blah. And even, even if you had enormous strength, I mean, yes, I believe if there is an upright ape that big, he probably can grab a deer and snap its neck. But why not put all that force behind a spear point? I mean, yeah, less energy, you know? He could probably kill a lot more because yeah. he's not expelling too much energy on snapping that one deer's neck. He's using little bits of energy to kill that one. We're that assuming one. that it would catch everyone at chase, too. Yeah, it's, but That doesn't happen in nature. Predators yeah. don't get every prey they go after. Yeah. And that's why they're choosy, because if they spend all this energy... And don't actually catch it, then they're way worse off. Yeah, and that see that's the other thing, dude. Look look at the size of the the descriptive size, right? <clears throat> mm -hmm. Every Bigfoot gets every deer because yeah. if you don't, you're not getting that that goddamn big. I'm sorry. If you're living in the wild, I mean, just being out there, you're expending calories, just staying warm. Yeah. Or staying cool, or you know, at any you know, they walk a lot. I mean, you've seen their, you've seen Patty's butt. That she walked a lot. The you know? glutes, them glutes, mm, right? Mm. Keep on going. I'm she just saying. Dump, she's got a dump truck. 
crash landing in the side of a mountain. Right? So you're expending calories constantly, which means that you you're successful with every single kill. You're not getting that many calories from from fucking walnuts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we could sit here and we could look up. I mean, if 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 you're, how much do you, would you estimate? Eight hundred pounds. All right, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with that. Let's say how many like, calories yeah. to maintain weight at eight hundred pounds? Probably like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Let's see here. <clears throat> this this actually I can go up to five hundred pounds on this. All right, that's fair. I mean, that seems more like a more realistic weight, anyways. I'm putting eight foot as my height. <laughs> I'm gonna put thirty years old as the age, and activity level is gonna be extreme. Of the roof. Yeah. So let's see. You need forty two hundred calories just to. Uh, oh my bad, my bad. Sorry, wrong wrong thing. Daily cal- caloric need is seven thousand nine hundred and eighty one calories. Now, how many walnuts is that? <laughs> I like we got that. a new measurement. I like that. Uh, I'm not doing the math on this one. This is nice. Okay. Okay. One cup is 523 calories. There's no way. So how it's many? Is in a, how many is in a cup? Yeah. What's one? What's one? One walnut. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Thirteen calories. <laughs> Dude, this would be the worst life. Well, <laughs> what was my calories that I needed? Seven thousand. Seven thousand. <laughs> okay. I was way off on my count. Let's see here. Let's just yeah, seven thousand. Uh, divided by 13. So every day you have to find 538 walnuts. <laughs> Dude, that would suck. Yeah. Is that is that why Bigfoot doesn't, you know, I mean, it, if he finds a big-ass walnut tree or, or a grove of them, you know what I mean? Sure. Or let's see. How many calories in a deer? So that's 34 calories per 28 grams of serving. So. So how many grams are in a serving? Uh, what's the I mean, average weight of a deer? Because you got yeah. in one pound of deer meat, you got 544 calories. I mean, field dressed 100 and 130 pounds, 120, okay. somewhere in that ballpark, I believe. All right. So I'm going to go off of that. I'm just going to, I'm going to use 100. It's, it's been so long. I'm, I'm going to look it up because I know there's going to be deer hunters that are actually flogging me right now. Keep in mind, not a deer hunter, I fish. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking at 13,000 calories. So one deer would be enough to keep it going for two days. Throw in some walnuts, you'll gain a little bit of weight. Maybe the occasional rabbit. I don't know. I mean, but yeah, okay. 
if it <clears throat> consumes a deer at a at an average of a hundred pounds, it'll okay. get you know enough was, to go for a couple of days. Uh, okay, I was I was actually spot on. All right, so a deer's live weight, if it's one hundred and seventy five pounds, field dress is going to be one hundred and thirty. Okay, so, I, I estimated low too. So yeah, so that, I guess I mean, but it still doesn't it doesn't solve the problem. Is does it every single kill? Where, if not, then are they are they killing a bunch and storing them somewhere? That that kind of goes against the whole, you know, what do you call it? Because so far as we know, Bigfoots don't really have houses and you know fridges, cold storage. You know, no. Does has anyone ever like, uh, you know, walked through the woods and, and was like, oh look, there's all these like jerky deer hanging everywhere. I must be in Bigfoot country. You know, you know what I mean? I just... Well, not only that, I mean, obviously, if it's eating deer, it's not going to eat the entire deer. Right. You know? Right. Thank you. That's another thing, too, is that it's always depicted that they're kind of a family-oriented group. So yeah. that's they would have to find a lot of deer. And oh, don't yeah. get me wrong, there's a lot of deer out there. Sure. But like yeah. Danny was saying, is is he? Are they batting a thousand here? They they just just killing it. I'm I'm just saying that it's. No pun intended. I'm I'm not gonna sit here definitively say because I don't know, but I can't get behind the idea that there's a lot of them if they're out there. If they're out there, I think they're few and far between, because if they live in these family groups that I hear about, well. It's, you know, for adults, you're looking at six to 7,000 calories a day per member. I imagine if there's little small foots in the family, then you maybe have that. I don't know. So you're literally going to have to kill multiple deer every other day. I, I don't know. I, I just, the numbers don't work for me. It just doesn't. But in a work. way, that kind of uh, like that works for me. It gets the. Like, I understand why the, like the male of the group is like kind of ornery. Every time when you have an encounter with them, they're, it's kind of pissed off. He's trying to bluff charge you. He's probably like just, dude. I just like chased down fucking sixteen deer. I'm want to go <laughs> chill in my cave here. So can you fuck off right now? Like I swear to God, like, I'll throw a rock at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy wants me to throw a rock at him. I'm going to fucking throw a rock. Why are they cheering for this? God, I can't deal with you guys. You freaking stupid, hairless motherfuckers. Shit. Did you ever think, too, that uh, a Bigfoot, like, he's out there in the middle of the woods, you know, and he's he's like, God damn, I just had a hell of a hunting day, man. I got two deer today. That's going to that's gonna do us good for a couple days. And he lays down, puts his head up against a, st- a, a a tree, you know, and he's like closing his eyes. He's letting, he's letting his eyelids get heavy, and he's gonna slip into in the Sam Squanch dreams, you know, dream about endless walnuts and endless deer meat, and then some dickhead on the other side of the mountain starts banging on a tree, and he's like. <laughs> Big 
Larry, they're banging on a tree over there again. And Larry's over there like, I know, man. Just ignore them. They'll go away. <laughs> they think everything is us. <laughs> Just saying, man. I don't understand why they just in case the I'm wrong for... <laughs> just in case I'm wrong and Sasquatch really is out there. Stop banging on trees, man. You know, he's probably trying to get some rest. Got to yeah. chase deer down multiple times a day. <clears throat> he doesn't have time to deal with your bullshit. <laughs> that's it. That's, that should be the name of this episode. <laughs> Sasquatch doesn't have time for your bullshit. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's sorry for getting on a giant rant on this. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying the math doesn't work out for me. And, you know, it works really good for the little hobbit Bigfoot, though. Yeah. yeah. That same deer is like two and a half weeks of food. <laughs> but that, but he probably can't hobbit, kill it. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't be able to. They're riding probably, it. Probably. He would have to kill. Oh, he would wait. have to use tool, uh, like use but, tools. But wait, but wait, but wait. We're forgetting something, gentlemen. American deer aren't the same deer as the Pacific Island deers. Oh, so the deer over there are a lot smaller by so, like a lot. That would suck if the calorie worked out the ratio like perfectly where the little fella has to hunt constantly also. But see, there's a lot of evidence supporting Homo Florensis being more of a tool maker and a lot more industrious though. So if someone said like, Oh yeah, they hunt, but they, you know, they actually like cook the meat or whatever. You know what I mean? I could probably be like, okay, I can, I can forgive this. I never understood that too. What made us start cooking our meat? I don't know. I mean, um, easier to eat. Maybe that's the same thing that they did. They cooked it because it's easier to eat. I wonder who the first caveman was that made a, a well-done steak. <laughs> I don't and if know the other cavemen were like... Yeah, like they just beat him for it. Yeah, they were like, what are you doing? You got you putting S and P on that? S and P is a choice for me. So check this out. Here here's an area of Indonesia where look at that. That's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Isn't it? I'd live there. Can you see little hobbit people just moseying around and Sam and Frodo going up the mountain? It looks like a plane crash up there on that mountainside. That's probably where, uh, that's if that's where we crash, that's be where you guys would have to eat my ass to survive. Yeah. You guys aren't going to believe this shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> but in Indonesia, they have a thing called a mouse deer. Damn it. I'm just, I'm just saying this is, um, Oh, that's not going to let me save it. All right. So I can get another picture. This is, this is so ridiculous. 
There's no reason for this thing to exist. Oh my god, yeah. I'm trying to find a picture that I can steal for the show, but I can't. See. I'm, I'm just gonna have to send it to the chat. Yeah, I I got it. You got one snagged up. I think I can. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This is this is absurd. Yeah. I like I purposefully haven't looked because I want I want to see this thing. I like I want I want to see what you guys put up. This Hopefully one's got a watermark. Maybe I can do. Oh, I think I'll let me do it. It's uploading. Just taking ten years. Yeah. Oh my god. Mouse deer. That is an unfortunate animal. Does it really have giant black eyes? I guess so. Do all the pictures look like that? Yeah, for the most part. Wow. Yeah. Wait. There's a video of a... Oh my god. <laughs> well, I got bad news for uh, Homo Francis. <laughs> I'm uploading it right now. Unfortunately, yes, he's yeah. going to be hunting those constantly. Yeah, yeah, they're they're about the size of a like, I want to say, uh, um, like a small dog, like I say, yeah, like a chihuahua. I want to say a little bit bigger than a chihuahua. I don't know. They, the look little, they have. There's mouse. hunting comparisons. Um, if you type in mouse deer comparison, you'll see pictures of guys holding them. It's it's ridiculous, but it, yeah, it, they're like little chihuahuas. I and I found that on just care. Yeah, and they do have big wow. black eyes. I was. Have you guys seen the giant like teeth they have? No. Yeah. Yeah, they have like really big like fang teeth. They kind of look like tusks, like off of a boar. Yeah. Weird. That is a weird creature that they've got over there. What an unfortunate animal. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, there you go. So the the Homo florensis is just hunting tiny deer. (laughs) Constantly. Yeah. They got their tiny little deer stands. So check this out. Here's a size comparison of like almost every deer in the world. Isn't oh, that awesome. Look at that fella in the middle there. Yeah. That's, is that the prehistoric one? I think so. It doesn't say it, but I feel like that's uh that's the big old uh what do you call it? Um oh god, blanking out here. Megaceros. You got the big the, the antler horse all the way to the left there. Yeah. And he's bigger than that, and we know that that's not a thing. Well, now, you know what I mean? But that yeah. little bitty guy right there uh, underneath the... <laughs> yeah. Isn't that awesome? That's our... That poor fella. Like, no wonder there were, like, tiny little people. You know? Could you imagine him, like, dragging in this, like, tiny little deer over his shoulder, and it's got, like, this huge, like, like antler set on it? And he's like all proud, and it's like that's the size of a house cat, bro. 
I'm just imagining like these tiny little people in Indonesia putting out like a bottle cap of corn. <laughs> and like 30 of them come out to eat it. And they're getting up on their little tiny deer stand <laughs> with their tiny bow and arrow. Dude, you know what? I, I would I like would the... be a king amongst these guys because I would put out a giant mouse wheel mm. and it just let them start running in it. And then you just shoot them with your tiny little bow and arrow, you know? <laughs> It'd be, uh, <laughs> they kind of remind me, well, that they don't remind me of, but the Puckwudgies. Puckwudgies. Remember those? Puckwudgies. Yep. Puckwudgies. Uh, the, the little kind of, they're kind of, yeah, I want to say they're actually depicted like a lot smaller than what you think. Like even smaller than a, you, if you would say a hobbit yeah. size. They're like, like gnome size, if you will. Yeah. Like probably like the size. Uh, I want to say smaller than like uh, the guy who played Benny Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like yeah, they had like this like mohawk that get, like they depicted it as like having a mohawk going down their back. So like, and they said that they uh the thing says that they use uh, poisonous tipped arrows. <laughs> oh, you guys like it's like toothpicks. Oh, they're going numb. <laughs> yeah, twenty darts are too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's pretty wild. What else we got, guys? We got anything else weird to talk about today? <clears throat> I have that little story that I found. What do you got, Tyler? I had something weird that I, I kind of wanted to go into, but. Uh, I don't know if you guys had, um, had uh, like it's something that I, I, it's weird, but it it ties into something that we've talked about before on the show. Oh. It it's, uh, it's actually off the. I don't know if you guys really like feel like this is a very concrete site, but it's the Mufon website, and uh, there was a. Uh, like so, uh, something in the sky over over Pittsburgh, uh, on the New Year's, and apparently there was a sonic boom that happened on the first of the, the of this year, hmm. and come to find out it was a, um, and even NASA corroborated this. Uh, a meteor was breaking up over. It, Did hear about they, this? Yeah. It said it was estimated energy of uh, 30 tons of TNT. So Holy there was, a, yeah, and they That's said that there was a, yeah, there was an infrasound, uh, yeah, a nearby infrasound station records the blast wave from a meteor as it was breaking apart. The data entitles the estimate of the, yeah, uh, of it like being 30 tons of TNT. So Jeez. I like, I've never took the time, but I wanted to know, like, the Seneca guns. Like, meteors do hit the, like, come into Earth's atmosphere relatively frequently. Like, they go from golf ball, uh, golf ball size to actually the size of, like, Volkswagens, I've heard. And this happens very frequently. It's a very common thing to happen around here because I know there's a lot of uh, meteor... Uh, what are they uh like like not miners but uh searchers they have like ha go out in certain areas where they've heard where 
uh, where these uh, meteors have like supposedly landed or broken up over, and they'll go out there with metal detectors because the meteorite is expensive. Oh yeah. Uh, I never under like I never I wanted to think like to see if we can kind of dig a little deeper about like the Seneca guns and all these other weird booms and things happening. Yeah. There could have been a meteor or meteors happening commonly over these areas that have those certain uh, things where a random boom happens that shake like because we had that not to like probably a couple years a year or so ago where somewhere in the the, like i want to say eastern kentucky that they said that there was a huge boom and there was multiple reports saying that and it shook their house like it actually felt like they said it was like an earthquake there was a boom and an earthquake somebody said that it sounded like somebody was shooting like uh, like a tank was shooting a a round off around their house so i that was something that i kind of wanted to throw that out to you guys if you think that's plausible or not i saw a video recently where uh it was somebody's porch camera recording and uh a meteor i guess hit something it was it was actually a like a decent chunk it, it smashed and hit something and uh the sonic boom that it that it sent out dude it shook like everything so it was i mean i'd like to dig into that too that's pretty interesting to yeah. see to see if those two things cooperate <clears throat> yeah Man, that's a great opportunity to see if we can get jake back on too yeah. that'd be awesome yeah he's our um closest seneca gun expert yeah <clears throat> i'd definitely like to get him on here soon and see what he thinks about that and that's maybe i could actually too. download some some videos of some of these and we could play them for him on here and mm-hmm. see what see he uh, sounds yeah yeah and yeah. this would I'll, I'll, i need to get with him see if he's got the ability to hop on Streamyard with us yeah that'd he be cool sh- he should be able to you just send a link yeah well he like, did this, he did discord with us but i don't know we he did it on his phone and it was kind of clunky i know you can still you can still join up with us on a phone yeah, because yeah. uh, we were on a uh, show with our uh, our best friend uh, Brian over there at uh, Sasquatch Odyssey. That's true. And yeah. he had a friend that was on uh, on a phone. Yep. That he was actually true. driving home or something. I thought. Yeah, it was funny. I remember that. Yeah, he had his like phone right in his cup holder. <laughs> Seatbelts. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So what was what I was had, the thing that you had, Josh? Yeah. I, th- oh. I think you started, but then uh, you you coerced Tyler into telling his stuff. Yeah, then... I, I interrupted. Right. Well, I was. Okay. I I'll, I'll mute myself. <laughs> no, <it> was, <laughs> oh, he disappeared. All right. So now, oh, wait, he's back. <laughs> what? <clears throat> so mine. I don't know I'm if we can wrap it up in ten minutes or so, but we can give her hell. Um, right. Apparently, in 2018, there was a. A, a bat-style humanoid cryptid sighting oh, yeah, in right. Kentucky. Jeepers, creepers. Right? Jeepers. Yeah, it's it's eerily similar. So um, <clears throat> I'll attempt to read this. My, my reading on command is not the best, but I'll give it a shot. Um, so the summer, July to August of 2018 is when this supposedly happened, right? And it says, and these are quotes, I'm reading the direct quote from this page here. My 17-year-old son, Ryder, and my friend Heather were walking to town from our house 
on William Whitley Road in Stanford, Kentucky. It was around 1.30 a.m. in either July or August of 2018. They had made it to the end of the road, which is about a quarter mile from our house, when they heard a commotion in the cornfield that runs the length of half of our road on the opposite side of our house and ends at the end of the road. Ryder turned to see a humanoid figure come running very fast out of the cornfield, then take flight with huge, thin-looking wings. He said he could hear its huge wings flapping as he watched it, and it landed on top of the T-post of, of the last electric pole at the end of the road. He grabbed Heather's arm and told her to turn around and look at it. She was already in tears and didn't want to turn around to see it, although she heard exactly what he did. But he told her there was no way he was going to be the only one to see it. So as he got her to turn around and look, it went from a standing position on two legs to crouching position on top of the post and folded its wings into itself and just crouched there silently watching them. They both said it looked as though, when standing, it stood about seven feet tall, had very thick-looking legs and body. But as they were about 1,000 to 1,500 feet away and it was dark, they couldn't make out any facial features, except that its skin looked like a dark gray color. Not knowing what to do, and definitely not wanting to turn around and come back home because they would have to move in the direction the creature was in, they had no other option but to turn their backs to the creature and continue towards town. They stood staring at it and it at them for about two to three minutes, trying to decide what to do before they started walking back toward town. They said the thing never moved. It just sat crouched on the pole, watching them until they were finally out of sight. The whole time, my son kept looking back to make sure it wasn't coming toward them. Heather was too afraid to turn back. I, I mean, it straight up sounds like, like either Mothman or Jeepers Creepers. <clears throat> Where was that again? Stanford, Kentucky, which is a repeating town on our show. No, uh, I meant like, you know, the actual location. Where do they say what road? Uh, William Whitley Road. Mm. <clears throat> I, I'm just uh, saying that because uh, Stanford is the our most like famous UFO uh, yeah. abduction uh, where the three ladies mm -hmm. lost time. And were uh, yeah, I remember that. Like abducted. So I, uh, I just did a, a a search for unnatural creatures in Kentucky, and this is basically all that would come up. Oh my god! So is it like part human, part snapping turtle? Whoa! Oh my god! I don't know what this is, but if if you see it, like look at it, I don't know what to make of this. This is I have an unnatural creature. All right, all right. I haven't yeah. ate dinner yet. I haven't ate dinner yet. Let's... I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that, guys. I'm your buddy. <laughs> no, you're not. Mitch McConnell. Vote for Mitch. I'm your buddy. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Uh, He's laid up in the hospital right now. Yeah, he fell. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, I figured that his elasticity would, would like, <laughs> save him. Are you saying because he's like his bones, his bones are made of rubber now? Is that what it? Yeah, <laughs> probably like he, was flying he's... around fields and fell. Is what happened. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's been a lot of bat-like humanoid creatures that have been sighted recently in the United States. So this has been happening a lot. Apparently, that's what this article is saying. That this, this isn't the first time. I am curious 
how closely this coincides with the Jeepers Creepers movies that were released. That would be interesting to figure out. I'm going to yeah. look it up right now because why not, right? Yeah, why not? Jeepers Creepers, everybody. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you guys out there watching this, I, I'm sorry. I wish that my keyboard would work. Send me one in the mail. Well, mine has decided to quit. <laughs> there it goes. I think it's time for batteries. Yeah. All right. Let's wanna, see here. As soon as as soon as I heard bat creature flying around, I mean, my mind automatically went to like Mothman stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, all right. What were my date? What was my dates here? It was uh, July or August of 2018 and September of 2017. There was Jeeper Creepers 3 was released. And it aired in theaters until 926. 2017 so a full year ahead of that and then jeepers creepers reborn came out a year after the thing so uh basically it went jeepers creepers three this sighting and then jeepers creepers reborn terrible movies first one all the way just yeah. that long second one was okay third and the reborn one sucked yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little biased because this is my favorite horror movie character. Yeah. But I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Definitely yeah. like to dig some more into that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. And it's close. Out. You know, this isn't I'm, too far away. I'd love to I'm see really, if these people just, know somebody yeah. that listens to us, you know? I, yeah. I want to go down there. You want to like, find the, the bad creature? Yeah. Here, hold on a second. This is the road. You said William Whitley Road? Yes. Okay, hold on. I'll get you my screenshot. Okay. Do, 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 do. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I got to get rid of that or I'm going to keep doing it. Yep. There we go. At least it's not Esteban. Mitch is gone. Yeah. It's Esteban. Hello, I'm Esteban. Esteban. Yeah, I trust Esteban over over McConnell. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, Esteban Terry, just wants me to buy his guitars. Terry Crew is uh, <laughs> is running. He's he's got the um, his um, oh, what the hell's the name of that show? Idiocracy character. He's promoting. He's promoting running for president in 2024. Comancho. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, Ted Cruz. <laughs> No, Terry Crew. Terry Crews. Terry yeah. Crew. Yeah. Oh, Cruz Crew. Yeah. But then like yeah. what is his name like Mountain Dew or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mountain Dew, Camacho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He it's was like, seen he was seen riding in the back of this big ass Jeep with Camacho for president on the side of it, doing crotch thrusts. It's dude, amazing. <laughs> that movie, I still will stand by this, is that movie was the most prophetic horror movie of our time. It was supposed to be a comedy, not yes. a documentary. 
Yes. I I can't it's say it's a documentary, but it's saying that terrible. Like there's a lot that I feel like that like it's saying that we survived. I don't think <laughs> with the technology it's going, I don't think we will. All right, let's look at your screenshot there, Tyler. Okay. Uh, there we go. All right, so there's the road, and it looks like there's the cornfield at the end of it. Okay. I can, yeah, you can actually see that cornfield down there. Interesting. Yeah, you see it, like, it just makes a right angle, and it's by yeah. a histo- uh, house state historical site. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it even talks about that. It's the William Whitley State Historic House and Park. <clears throat> so they were walking towards that town on the right-hand side of the screen. So they were walking I, downward. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that happened up there at pretty close to where that state park thing is. That looks like a cornfield right there at the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, it's too cool. I say, yeah, we should definitely dig more into this, see if we can find out any more details, and maybe try to get in, in touch with somebody. I'd like to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But guys, we're, yeah, we're hitting an hour right now. Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. let's get them uh, back uh, to the I, I didn't know where you were going with that. You were like. So if anybody stop. out there knows Ryder or Heather, um, yeah. let's uh, hook them up with us. Tell us. Tell them to listen and see if they want to get on here. Yeah, we want to. We want you on the show. Absolutely, definitely like to hear everything. Everything about it in detail. I love that we still do this. Yeah, well, we have the X phone now. Yeah. No, I meant like we do this. But if you ask any like Gen Z, yeah, it's this. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't like that because it's like I'm listening to a seashell. Yeah. The yeah, magic conch. Yeah, I'm oh, yeah, asking the magic conch. conch. This is like, you know, because this is either this, and it's like if, if we talk later, it's tubular. Yeah. <laughs> Total tubes. Double, Double tubes. tubes. <laughs> Double tubes, brah. Okay. All right, yo, ride the wave out there, guys, okay? Like, woo! You guys out there, take care of us. I need a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of each other. We're all each other has. We'll see you on the next one. Mwah. See you guys. I wish I had that. I shouldn't have deleted Mitch. I could have been like, <laughs> I'm your buddy. I'm your buddy. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, I'm your buddy. No, you're not, Mitch. Leave yeah. me alone. You don't like me. Asshole. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it. Open a CQ checking account and get $250 to spend freely. And that's not all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. Visit secumd.org today.